Hello, my name is Will. I've been with Rainbow Fostering for nearly seven years now, and my role here includes communications and knowledge sharing about the many and varied aspects of fostering and life as a foster carer. My belief, whatever you are doing in life, is that knowledge protects and empowers, and that means it can provide security, confidence and peace of mind, which in turn enables us to be better at what we do. So this is the first in an ongoing series of podcasts devoted to covering topics that all foster carers should be aware of. Some will be general, whilst others will be specific, such as all the issues that arise from choosing to foster siblings as opposed to, say, providing care for an asylum-seeking child. Fostering has as many faces as all the children and young people that, sadly, continue to come into the care of their local authority. However, at Rainbow, our mission is always a positive one. We know our carers are turning young lives around and making a crucial difference every day to their chances of leading successful, fulfilled lives. So on to today's podcast, where we look at the issue of allegations. Foster carers can sometimes be at risk of having an allegation made against themselves or a member of their own family. That is a fact, and whilst being an unwelcome one, it is something all foster carers need to be aware of, as well as the repercussions of an allegation being made. It's important to stress that not all foster carers will experience an allegation being made against them, but some will. This is a reality of fostering and not altogether surprising when it's considered that many carers will support many children over a career that can span decades. So, a foster carer might have been fostering for many years without incident and quite suddenly and most often unexpectedly an allegation is made against them. Don't forget, it's a perfectly natural and human response to be upset and become distressed if you are accused of unprofessional or improper behaviour. And everyone who works in fostering provision, whether for an independent fostering agency or a local authority, understands that. It helps if a foster carer, through training and knowledge building, has an appreciation of the wider context of the work they do, which covers the eventuality of an allegation being made. And again, this starts with an understanding that having many placements over time will inevitably increase the risk of an allegation. So understanding what flows in terms of the process once an allegation occurs matters for you and your family. To start with, it's important to understand what an allegation actually is. Put very simply, it is an assertion from any individual that a foster carer or any other member of the fostering household has engaged in behaviour that could harm a child, and, if upheld, this would clearly make them unsuitable to be a foster carer, or, if involving someone else in the household, for that to be a safe environment. Allegations are more serious than general complaints that might be brought against a foster carer, and as such, they differ from a standard of care concern. It's very important for a foster carer to appreciate that there is a rigidly defined process that applies equally, consistently, and across the board for all foster carers. The circumstances of each case will obviously differ, but every carer should be assured any investigation will be fair and even-handed.
It also helps for a foster carer to be aware that investigations can sometimes take time, and that is understandably stressful. There will be periods when the carer is waiting to hear about the particular stage in the process, and it's particularly important the carer understands that their supervising social worker will not be able or permitted to discuss all the details of an allegation whilst it is being investigated. Once the allegation has been made, a process is triggered which will involve the local authority, the fostering service providers and sometimes the police. An agreement will be reached as to how the allegation will be investigated. When the allegation has been made against a foster carer or member of their family, they will be notified verbally and in writing. All investigations will be overseen by the local authority designated officer, LADO. They ensure cases are progressed as quickly and as fairly as possible. It is also a requirement of Ofsted be informed of an allegation and they will be invited to send a representative to any meeting, which will also be attended by a carer's supervising social worker. There can sometimes be concerns that a child or young person has been the victim of significant harm. In such a situation, a multi-agency strategy meeting will be held within two working days of the allegation being made. A swift decision will be made as to whether an investigation by children's social care services and or the police are called for, and if it is, how it will be carried out. Depending on the nature of the allegation, the strategy meeting will also need to consider if the foster carer's own children need to be included as part of a child protection conference. There is also a requirement to inform Ofsted when an allegation is made. A foster carer's own supervising social worker will attend the strategy meeting, which may also include a representative from Ofsted. In the second podcast in this series, we look at the process in more detail and how allegations are resolved. And please don't forget to visit our blog section where there is information on allegations and many other fostering topics. Finally, if you are one of our foster carers, we have a generous referral scheme should you know anyone who might be interested in becoming a foster carer. Please contact our head office for details.